chapter three forty six of gargantua and pantagruel book three by francois rabelais this librivox recording is in the public domain how pantagruel and panurge diversely interpret the words of triboulet he says you are a fool and what kind of fool a mad fool who in your old age would enslave yourself to the bondage of matrimony and shut your pleasures up within a wedlock whose key some ruffian carries in his codpiece he says furthermore beware of the monk upon mine honour he gives me in my mind that you will be cuckolded by a monk nay i will engage mine honour which is the most precious pawn i could have in my possession although i were sole and peaceable dominator over all europe asia and africa that if you marry you will surely be one of the horned brotherhood of vulcan hereby may you perceive how much i do attribute to the wise foolery of our morosoft dribolet the other oracles and responses did in the general prognosticate you a cuckold without descending so near to the point of a particular determination as to pitch upon what vocation amongst the several sorts of men he should profess who is to be the copse-mate of your wife and hornifier of your proper self thus noble trivolet tells it us plainly from whose words we may gather with all ease imaginable that your cuckoldry is to be infamous and so much the more scandalous that your conjugal bed will be incestuously contaminated with the filthiness of a monkery lecher moreover he says that you will be the hornpipe of bazanse that is to say well horned hornified and cornuted and as triboulet's uncle asked from louis the twelfth for a younger brother of his own who lived at blois the hornpipes of bazanse for the organ-pipes through the mistake of one word for another even so whilst you think to marry a wise humble calm discreet an honest wife you shall unhappily stumble upon one witless proud loud obstreperous bawling clamorous and more unpleasant than any bazancay hornpipe consider withal how he flirted you on the nose with the bladder and gave you a sound thumping blow with his fist upon the ridge of the back this denotates and presageth that you shall be banged beaten and filliped by her and that also she will steal of your goods from you as you stole the hog's bladder from the little boys of vol breton flat contrary quoth panurge not that i would impudently exempt myself from being a vassal in the territory of folly i hold of that jurisdiction and am subject thereto i confess it and why should i not for the whole world is foolish in the old loran language foo for two all and fool were the same thing besides it is avouched by solomon that infinite is the number of fools from an infinity nothing can be deducted or abated nor yet by the testimony of aristotle can anything thereto be added or subjoined therefore were i a mad fool if being a fool i should not hold myself a fool after the same manner of speaking we may aver the number of the mad and enraged folks to be infinite avicenna maketh no bones to assert that the several kinds of madness are infinite though this much of triboulet's words tend little to my advantage howbeit the prejudice which i sustain thereby be common with me to all other men yet the rest of his talk and gesture maketh altogether for me 
he said to my wife be wary of the monkey that is as much as if she should be cheery and take as much delight in a monkey as ever did the lesbia of catullus in her sparrow who will for his recreation pass his time no less joyfully at the exercise of snatching flies than heretofore did the merciless flycatcher domitian withal he meant by another part of his discourse that she should be of a jovial country-like humour as gay and pleasing as a harmonious hornpipe of solio and buzzance the veridical trivelet did therein hint at what i liked well as perfectly knowing the inclinations and propensions of my mind my natural disposition and the bias of my interior passions and affections for you may be assured that my humour is much better satisfied and contented with the pretty frolic rural dishevelled shepherdesses whose bums through their coarse canvas smock smell of the clover grass of the field than with those great ladies in magnific courts with their flandan topknots and sultanas their polville pastillos and cosmetics the homely sound likewise of a rustical hornpipe is more agreeable to my ears than the curious warbling and musical quavering of lutes the oboes the viols rebecks and violins he gave me a lusty rapping thwack on my back what then let it pass in the name and for the love of god as an abatement of and deduction from so much of my future pains in purgatory he did it not out of any evil intent he thought belike to have hit some of the pages he is an honest fool and an innocent changeling it is a sin to harbour in the heart any bad conceit of him as for myself i heartily pardon him he flirted me on the nose in that there is no harm for it importeth nothing else but that betwixt my wife and me there will occur some toyish wanton tricks which usually happen to all new-married folks End of chapter three forty six